Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin traveling in the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy explanation. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it. Want to change the world? There's nothing to it. Hurry up, pilot! This way, Grandpa. There's no life I know to compare with pure imagination. Living there, you'll be free if you truly wish to be. Everyone, are you as hungover as I am after that big entertainment landfill anniversary party? I've got a motherboard day gug. You'd think Jason would take this week off after doing two shows last week, but no way. He's back and he's ready to deliver. So more worthless news stories about film, television, and pop culture. Here he is, the Jaystrom. 
Plantville presents Plantville News with your host, the Jaystrom. Now, here's your host, the Jaystrom. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Entertainment Landfill News. I am your host, the Jaystrom, and welcome to the landfill. It's time to deliver some, uh, what was it, what, what, what was it, uh, uh, film, uh, what's the other thing, television and pop culture type stuff, right? Oh, hey Hey, guys, it's so nice to be here to deliver the news. And you know what? Uh, I probably could have taken this week off. I mean, I did an ETL News last week. Then we did the anniversary special. But no, I'm I'm really like I'm excited to do the show on Wednesdays. And uh, I've been toying with some other ideas with Stephen. Uh, we've been talking about stuff. Stephen misses doing the show, and I miss him doing it too. So I was like, maybe I could move ETL News to Friday, and Stephen and I could do it together and kind of uh, create a new hybrid show. And maybe during the week, I could work on something else more Chuck Series Companion, more uh, Dead Ahead, the audiobook I'm working on. Uh, so, anyway. I'm just thinking of things. I've got things on the back burner. I'm thinking of ideas. Uh, another thing is uh, I was talking to Adam from the Bay Area and Ross, and they both think that each of them are drop experts. And, you know, drops on the show are something that we've done for a long time. We have drops of all kind. Like, let me just play this. Let me just play. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Get out of here now. Okay, that, that's not a good one. How about this one? Hey, hey y'all shut the hell up. Okay, that's uh, that's not a good one. I, I couldn't identify that, but... <laughs> okay, uh, another random drop. Come on, Jason, pick something good. I could give a rat's ass. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't find anything good. Okay, so anyway, here's the idea. Tell me, what day is it? Okay, I know that one. That's Lethal Weapon. So, for instance, I could play a drop, and who could identify it first, Adam or Ross? Well, Adam thinks he can identify it first. Ross thinks he can. And I'm thinking of creating this massive uh, contest to crown a victor, Master of the Drops. And basically, whoever wins that will be the Master of the Drops. And anybody else who listens is like... Is like, uh, no, 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 I could do way better than these guys. You will challenge the victor, all right? And uh, we're coming up with that. And uh, and I think it would be fun. I'm going to say masturbating a minute. Am I allowed? Uh, sure, if you want to. That's Kate Beckinsale on Jay Leno, I think. So, I, 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 I you know, I'm pretty good at this since I made the drops, but... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that is labeled, so I'm cheating. It's Goodwill Hunting. But guys, thank you so much for joining me. I have different ideas for shows and stuff like that. That's basically what I'm trying to say. That's basically what I'm trying to express there and uh, stuff like that. I also am planning on buying a new mic, a new professional quality Mike, for years on the show, I've used the same headset, the same Sennheiser headset, 
but I'm going to use a mic that sits in front of me on a stand, thinking about the boom arm. I don't know if that's really practical where I sit. If I showed you my desk, you'd see why. Like, uh, I don't know if this works. Also, my wife is like, this is in the living room. This would look terrible. And I'm like, I know, I know. I could always take the boom arm off and put it away when I'm not doing the show. But still, it would be really cool. And then I was thinking, you know, you don't want to spend too much money on these things. But I'm thinking, well, Stephen will need a boom arm and a mic too, won't he? So we got two. We got one for me, one for him. We both need headsets, right? We need uh, headphones, not headsets with mics on them. We've got the mics on the boom arm. We need our own, you know, set of headsets. I mean, headphones. Come on, Jason. (laughs) So we both have our headphones and our new mics. Okay, come on. We need some kind of board, right, to control the level. All of a sudden, I'm spending thousands of dollars. So, guys, I got to start... I got to start low. I got to start. I'm spending less than $200 to start out. That's what I'm trying. I'm looking. I was. Oh, my. If you have ever wanted to shop for something and you weren't sure and you looked up reviews on YouTube. Oh, my God. I looked up microphone reviews on YouTube. That's all I've been watching. There are so many. There are so many people who do reviews of microphones. It's insane. YouTube is insane. There's reviews for everything. Look up vacuum reviews. I bet you they they exist. I'm going to look it up right now. I just pulled that off of the top of my head. I bet you there are vacuum cleaner reviews. I just, you know, um, let's see. Vacuum cleaner uh, reviews. Okay, here we go. Let's check this out. I'm going to do a little review of uh, the Dyson Animal. And the Shark Rotator Liftaway Professional. Uh, we just got the Shark. Um. So it's not that compelling, but yes, there are reviews of vacuum cleaners on YouTube. Just so you know. Like, hey, I want to see how that works. Hey, I want to get that new blender. But I'm not sure if I like it. I don't know how it works. Look it up on friggin' YouTube. Oh, and what's that? You have the Rode NT1A mic? Cool. I think that might be the kind Bill has, too. Bill has a Rode. I was looking at Rode 2, but I was looking at the... Is that the... Jim, is that the Rode NT... Is that the USB mic? Let me know. But uh, let me go ahead and start with our first story, guys. And this one's a doozy. Uh, I don't know if you follow Ben Affleck on the uh, Twitter, but he teased something on there. Batman star director Ben Affleck teases Deathstroke. That's right. Batman star Ben Affleck has revealed a mysterious teaser on his social media accounts depicting the DC villain Deathstroke in action. While Affleck is currently shooting Justice League in London, he also has a standalone Batman movie in the works, which he will co-write and direct in addition to starring in. It's unclear which of these projects the Deathstroke footage is related to. And you can check out the video below. It's just It looks like test footage of a guy in Deathstroke outfit kind of walking and looking around. Deathstroke, who is not to be confused with Deadshot or Deadpool or Dead Man, is also known as Slade Wilson in the comics. He's an assassin who debuted as a Teen Titans villain before branching out to face the likes of Green Arrow and Batman. So he started battling teenagers, now he's uh, battling adults. Justice League will be released on November 10th, 2017, while the Batman solo film does not currently have a release date. 
but is certainly a priority at Warner, Warner Brothers. At Warner Brothers, so ah, that'd be cool. Oh, cool! I'll check that out, Credo. Sounds cool. That's one thing you can fall into a microphone black hole where you just keep looking at more and more. And I was like thinking of all these different contraptions and stuff, but we'll see. Okay, another bit of news that I was really interested in until I saw the year. James Cameron's Terminator 2 will arrive in theaters in 3D, guys. You can rewatch T2 in 3D in 2017. That's right. The unknown future rolls towards us. I face it for the first time with a sense of hope. Because if a machine, a Terminator, can learn the value of a human life, maybe we can too. Get ready for the return of the Terminator movie we all love. James Cameron's 1991 sci-fi classic T2 Judgment Day is being re-released in theaters in 2017 in 3D. The Facebook page, that's where I get all my news, by the way, for T2, uh, for the T2 movie confirmed a release poster to go along with the news. If, like me, you went to one of the Universal Studio theme parks as a kid, you'll probably fondly remember the Terminator 2 ride in 3D. Dude, I've never been there, but that sounds awesome. I'm jealous. I would have loved to have seen that. Pretty much the best use of 3D up until Avatar. Here's hoping this 3D conversion is as good. So, in 2017, let's see. The announcement on Facebook included a great line. August 29th, 1997, the day Skynet first became self-aware. August 29th, 2016, the day you first saw the brand new poster for Terminator 2 in 3D. Coming to theaters in 2017. Oh, very clever. Okay. So, they coincided it with Judgment Day. So, I, I, I'm not going to say I'm not going to see this. I might. Just because, first of all... Uh, of course, seen T2 so many times, so many times, you know, can quote the whole film, whatever. I'm wondering if once I'm in the theater, I'll be like, wait, why, why am I watching this again? <laughs> you know, I've seen this movie so many times and I paid money to watch it again. The reason, you know, I went to see the, remember when they did the back to the future day where they showed back to the future one, two, and three. That was cool because I took my daughter. So maybe if I could take my daughter, who's never watched a Terminator film, that might be pretty cool. Because she's at the age now, she's 12, where Heather, you know, my wife and I were like, hey, why don't you watch this with us? The other day, there's a great film on, Breaking Away. Have you ever seen that? It's got young Dennis Quaid in it. And uh, the cast, you know, Daniel Stern. It's got Jackie O'Haley. And the main character guy, he rides a 10-speed, and they live in a college town in Indiana. And uh, The Cutters, uh, oh man, it's a great movie. It's a feel-good movie. I watch it whenever it's on, and it's like to my daughter, hey, come watch this old film from 1980 and sit and watch with us. And she's like, no. Like, ugh, I don't want to watch that. It's just like, oh, okay. But uh, how do we get our children to watch these films? I guess the only way we can is to re-release them in 3D. So hopefully they get breaking away in 3D soon in theaters. Now, I thought this was funny. Probably a lot of people have seen this already. But uh, 
find out what Thor was up to during Civil War. And during Comic-Con during the summer, they showed this video of what Thor was doing. You know, a lot of people are like, hey, where's Thor? Why isn't he in Civil War battling everybody? Well, they released it on YouTube and you could watch. Let's check it out. It's pretty funny. I guess I'm just taking a break. We had this really cool adventure saving Earth and I was pretty happy. Anyway, so I needed some me time and I came to Australia and that's when I moved in with Daryl. Hello. And uh, here we are. You know, it's, it's, it's a nice flat, as you can see, and uh, we, we get along well. Yeah, I guess I just wanted to be around uh, average, everyday people. And Daryl is a, an average sort of everyday guy. So it works out well. While I'm here, I'm trying to get involved with the locals. And who's this purple weirdo? Me! Surprised you actually knew who that was. You know, to give back to the community. Daryl here is helping me craft an electronic letter. I'm writing to Captain America and Iron Man. There seems to be something very intense going on between them, and I want to offer my help, my services. Dear Tony Stark, how's it going? I heard you and Captain America were having some relationship problems. Dear Steve Rogers, do you remember when I goaded you into killing those prisoners and you made me swear to never tell the other Avengers if there's any other secrets you need kept just let me know because I'm not up to much at the moment what are you doing later? I'm working what's he doing? he's working keep out Daryl <laughs> costume for battles Little Mjolnir over here taking a nap. <laughs> a little bit of something I've been roasting in the sun for a number of weeks now. And it's almost ready. Delicious. Question, what are Infinity Stones? A whole lot of information and ideas and what I like to call little clues speckled around the place. And who is the man in the purple chair? He's purple. He's a magic love. Doesn't like standing up. Fury, what does he really know and is Fury, his real name, or is it actually pronounced furry? Little Mjolnir here. <laughs> pair of sunglasses in case it gets bright on the rainbow bridge, which often it does. Oh, if you lift up this little thing, <laughs> what's he holding? Me. <laughs> I never wear cutoffs. How do I keep waking up in cutoffs? Normal pants going in, cutoffs coming out. You? Hmm. <laughs> oh, by, by the way, I heard from. Uh, Tony Stark and Captain America. They didn't contact you? I haven't received a single phone call. Uh, one second. Oh, uh... Hey, T-Bone. How many times do we have to go over this? No amount of money is going to get me to join your little pissing contest. What? Here, talk to Thor. Yeah. He's sort of been waiting to hear from you. I have him right here. Oh, you can't right now? Okay. Am I disappointed that they, that they didn't invite me to fight with him? Um... No. He doesn't know how to get in touch with you. I don't, I don't have a phone. He doesn't have a phone. Send a raven. I just start going <laughs> to Team Four, of course. And it would be me and Daryl. Just us. Right, D? Yep. I love that. Send a raven. That's great. So I thought that was funny. I thought I'd share that. Um... Big news today, guys. Huge news, but we already knew it. We just were waiting for the announcement, and that is Netflix finally renews Stranger Things. 
How cool is that, guys? We all like Stranger Things, as far as I know. There's some people I've read that, oh my god, I'm so sick of hearing about this show. I'm never going to watch it now because everyone's ruined it. Well, here's what I have to say to you people. You're lost. Because <laughs> it's a great show. Netflix wasted no time between renewing Stranger Things and releasing a new teaser for Season 2, which consists solely of episode titles. According to the Variety, the network has been working on Season 2 for a while, long before telling the public would even be one, which explains why they already have episode titles. In case you can't be bothered or can't play a video where you are, I don't know your life. <laughs> to spend a minute watching words slowly appear slowly on a screen, here are the titles of the nine episodes. And it gives it. I don't care if you know. I mean, it doesn't mean anything to us right now. But I do like that the first title is Mad Max. So it has me intrigued. I can't wait for season two of this show. I know I'm probably going to have to wait a year. But I love the fact that... Could they have already been working on season two? I mean, Netflix saw the series finish before they even released it. They knew what they had. They might have sworn everyone to secrecy. Already greenlit season two. Already working on it. But everyone, you know, just... I love that, you know, they interviewed the Duffer brothers, the cast, and they're like, I know nothing about season two. And they, they're all lying. That would have been fantastic. I love that. Uh, I have read recently that uh, one of the cast of Stranger Things has been cast in something else, and that is Shannon Purser. She played the character of Barb. That's right. She has been cast in a new TV show. Barb, oh wait, I don't want to give any, any spoilers, but Entertainment Weekly reports to, that Shannon Purser, who played Barb in Stranger Things, has been cast as a classic Archie's Comics character, Ethel Muggs on the upcoming CW drama Riverdale. She's set to appear in at least three episodes. Although Ethel is famed in the comics for her romantic pursuit of Jughead Jones, the television series apparently will find her in the arms of someone very different. Ethel will also strike a bond with Veronica and Betty after they plot revenge on Archie's nemesis Reggie. The series <laughs> also stars some other people. But anyway, I'm excited about this show. I, I'll watch these bad CW shows all the time. Hopefully this is good, though. There are good CW shows. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, I love The Flash and all that stuff. But uh, I'm hoping this is good. I read, actually, people who watched the pilot at Comic-Con said that it's a great pilot. It's kind of like uh, Riverdale, you know, the world of Archie's. And Twin Peaks kind of a thing. So I'm excited about that. That's going to be cool. Now, let me close some of these so I don't reread some stories I've already done. Because that would be just be awful, wouldn't it? Um, I was really excited to read this news because, uh, I first of all, i got to tell you, I love Alison Brie. Like, I adore her. She's fantastic in community the show community and everything else she's done. She's just amazing. She's one of those fearless kind of performers that will do anything. And uh, she has been cast in something that I'd already read about before and was excited about a glow, gorgeous ladies of wrestling comedy on Netflix. 
Community grad Allison Bree is jumping into the ring as star of Netflix's Glow from Orange is the New Black creator Genji Cohen. As reported in May, Netflix replaced a 10-episode order for the scripted comedy series, which is inspired by the 80s phenom of the same name, which stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, a show I watched, guys. That's right. I watched Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Set in Los Angeles and showcasing big hair and body slams, Glow is being dubbed a fictionalized story of an out-of-work actress who finds one last attempt to live her dreams in the form of a weekly series about female wrestlers. Per our sister site, Deadline, this is a TV line, by the way, Brie will star as said actress, Ruth, who is thrust into the glitter and spandex world of women's wrestling. Um, I was a pre-pubescent... <laughs> kid watching this show women in spandex of course i'm gonna watch it right um but it was amazing you know it had these ridiculous storylines you had women who had i just there was this one girl named uh americana and she wore like you know red white and blue and then they'd have the farmer's daughter then they had i remember tina ferrari and uh God, I remember there was Spike and Chainsaw. They were like the bad girls. And there was, um, uh, the God, I'm, I'm blinking on this, but they had ridiculous names, of course. And they would do this horrible rap song at the beginning of every episode. It was so bad, but it was like a train wreck and you couldn't stop watching until this is weird. This is, you know, the, uh, eighties, mid eighties, the show aired all of a sudden, there were new girls. I don't know if they fired the old ones or whatever, and they had new characters, and I was out, man. I was like, where's my Americana? If I can't get her, I'm not watching the show. <laughs> but I can't wait to watch this show. Set in the 80s, glow. Oh, my God. With Alison Brie? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I'm so excited. That's going to be great. Okay. For a while there, about a week ago, I think... No, it was a two weeks ago in the news cycle. I don't know. Sometimes, like, it's funny I do the show on Wednesdays, but somewhere between the news cycles, I'll miss stories. And I'll see them every day, and by the time I get to the show, it's old news. But I had to go back on this one to talk about a news story. You'll see all these clickbaity articles saying, Natalie Portman is done with Marvel. And it's like, oh my God, what is her freaking problem, right? She's done with Marvel? She's done with it. That's what the, that's what all the headlines say. Natalie Portman is done with Marvel. That you see it on every site. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to click on it. Why is she done with Marvel? And I'll tell you why. Because her contract is up with Marvel. That's all she was saying like, yeah. Here's what she said exactly. As far as I know, I'm done. I mean, I don't know if maybe one day they'll ask for an Avengers or whatever. I have no idea. But as far as I know, I'm done. But it was a great thing to be a part of. See, nothing negative there. But they titled all of the headlines as Natalie Portman is done with Marvel. And I was like, oh, give me a break. Her contract is up there. She will sign a new contract maybe to be in more Thors or whatever. Maybe they don't need her anymore. I don't care. I mean, they didn't have uh, Gwyneth Paltrow you know, most recently. So we'll see. So it's a non-story. Basically her contract was up. So dumb story, whatever. So then this week I start seeing a new story. (sighs) That's right. (laughs) 
I start seeing this new Natalie Portman story, and I'm like, okay, let me get to the bottom of this, because it really wants me to click on it. Natalie Portman won't show her kids Star Wars. And there's like, whoa, what is this, ladies? Oh, let me just say this. I'll even go this far. What is this bitch's problem? Like, oh my God, I can't believe I just said that, but what is her problem? She's not going to show her kids Star Wars? Oh my God, I hate Natalie Portman. First, she's done with Marvel. Like, eh, I'm done with Marvel. I'm not going to be any more of those dumb movies. And I'm never showing my kids Star Wars. It's like, oh my God, she's an evil hag, right? I hate her. No, guys, this is what the real story is. Since starring in the Star Wars prequels, Natalie Portman has given birth to a son who's now really into Star Wars. You might think that he that might make her kid the one Star Wars fan who really digs the prequels. At least he's predisposed to like one of the main characters, which is more than a lot of fans can say. But according to Portman, that's not the case. In fact, she said she hasn't allowed her son to even watch the prequels. Oh my god. You know, when I made it, I was like, this is going to be the coolest thing. One day when I have kids, I can show them. And boys, of course, are obsessed with it and know about all about it before they've seen it. Then I realized, I die in the movies. I feel like it's kind of a scary thing to show your kid you're giving birth to a baby and then you see your mother die. So that's why she hasn't shown them the prequels. But no, 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 no. How about let's title the headline, Natalie Portman won't show her kids Star Wars. They don't even show, Natalie Portman won't show her kids the prequels, the Star Wars prequels. It's just won't show her kids Star Wars. So you're like, oh man, was you better than Star Wars? Huh? So anyway, Natalie Portman is done with Marvel, and she won't show her kids Star Wars. Oh my god, that's evil. Ugh. So anyway, that's the non-story this week. Thank you very much. Here's another story that no one is excited about. Scrubs' Zach Braff is returning to television with a new comedy series called Startup. From 2001 to 2010, Zach Braff ruled television comedy with the hit series scrubs really i I don't know about that when that finished he went into independent films including wish i was here which he made with a three million dollar kickstarter campaign i don't know why i fumbled that word now braff is coming back to television with a new pilot for abc called startup braff will star and direct the pilot and will act as an executive producer alongside former scrubs producer matt tarses the series, which may receive a name change considering Crackle is about to release its own show with the same title, starring Adam Brody, okay, follows a man in the mid-30s who decides to quit his job and embark on a new career, much to the concern of his family. Despite the prospect of a new series, Braff is still planning to work on feature film. Films his latest going in style debuts next year and is unclear if Braff plans to direct most of the series if he gets a full order from ABC or he'll feel mainly act. It'd be pretty hard to be a star and direct it. So I can understand maybe every once in a while production is not yet started on startup yet guys or wait, huh? Startup has not started production yet. So I know you guys are really excited to watch this, but it looks like ABC may want it for 2017. Why are you reporting this story then? Thank you very much. 
Um, here's another news cycle story that was everywhere. The Walking Dead was almost a terrible zombie procedural show on NBC. The Walking Dead might be a bona fide hit in 2016, but when creator Frank Darabont first pitched the series to networks more than six years ago, he faced some resistance. The television landscape at the time was vastly different than the high-concept, cable-friendly programming of today, and a show show following a group of survivors through a zombie apocalypse was far from palatable to major networks. Apparently, NBC was interested in the series, but had hopes of restructuring it within the confines of a more traditional format. According to executive producer Gail Ann Hurd, who spilled some Walking Dead secrets at a recent masterclass at the Edinburgh... 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 The capital of Scotland... TV festival, NBC's response to Darabont's pitch was... Do there, ha- do there have to be zombies in it? The network head then asked if the two leads could solve a zombie crime of the week, a la every other throwaway series on TV. Sounds terrible, right? Obviously, Darabont and company went into a different direction, eventually landing an AMC show where they promptly fired Darabont. So maybe it wouldn't have been so bad because he probably would have kept his job at NBC, but who knows? So anyway, kiss my ass. <laughs> bomb there, buddy. Come on, get that bomb right. There we go. Uh, That deserved a triple bomb, guys. Now, let's see what comes out on Netflix in September. Okay? First of all, guys, Jaws, hello, movie, Steven Spielberg, Shark, Robert Shaw, Roy Scheider, Oh my god, classic film. Um I I can't tell you yet when that comes out. Sometime in September. Amity Velhar, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Just watched that recently with commercials. It was so annoying. You know, that's such a strange sequel, but it's it's a funny movie. I mean it's entertaining. The nineteen eighty four version of Footloose, Oh Hell Yizzle. Let's see what else we got. Jaws 2, 3, and 4, which is Jaws the Revenge. All terrible. My wife was trying to watch Jaws 2, and I was like, turn this off, please. And she goes, why? And I was like, no, I, I don't want to watch this. She was like, I thought you liked Jaws. I was like, I do. I love Jaws. The first movie, not the second, not the third, and certainly not the fourth. They're all garbage. They don't even have John Williams music in them. So anyway, I'm very passionate about that. The first Jaws is good. Man on Wire, 2008. Milk Money, Practicable Magic, Road Trip. Oh, hell yeah. That's a great movie. Sam Kinison, Breaking the Rules. Saving Private Ryan, Scary Movie 2. Oh, great. Top Gun. Maybe we can finally get Steven to watch Top Gun. You know, if you ever bring up Top Gun around PCC Steven, he'll tell you proudly, I've never seen it. He's so proud of himself. Also, wait, I've we how about we force him to watch it? Yeah, that'd be great. U571. I will say this about the submarine movie U571. Bon Jovi gets killed in it, so that's awesome. But also, when you first, you know, get your surround and your sub, the depth charge sequence of that movie is unbelievable. 
work out on your subwoofer. It's amazing. Uh, Narco season two. I still haven't seen season one, but I heard it's fantastic. Hard target two. I remember Bill mentioning that. So we don't have to buy it on Blu-ray. We can just watch it. The Blacklist season three. Supergirl season one. Hawaii Five-0 season six. Will that show ever be canceled? Raiders, the story of the greatest fan film ever made. It's about these kids who made their own version of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I'm curious about that. I don't know if I'll just hate the kids or what, but I'm going to check that out. That's available on September 16th. Actually, they do have the dates of when this stuff premieres. For instance, uh, Gotham Season 2, September 19th. You guys could check that out. Zootopia... Hey, what's Disney's delightful Zootopia doing on Netflix so soon? Well, assumedly, it's due to the new exclusive partnership between Disney and Netflix. That makes the streaming site the exclusive U.S. pay TV home for the studio's catalog of latest films. Featuring the voices of Jennifer Goodwin and Jason Bateman, Zootopia tells the tale of rural rabbit trying to make it as a big city cop. That's a great movie, by the way. Easy Season 1. I don't know what that is. Longmire Season 5. Hello. Come on. I love this show. Longmire returns to Netflix for its fifth season, which may see Robert Taylor's Walt Longmire as ex- uh, at extreme odds with his best friend, Henry Standing Bear, played by Lou Diamond Phillips. Also, Vic, Katie Sackhoff, and Walt. Will they finally get together? And... What's the fate of Dr. Donna after that season finale cliffhanger? By the way, guys, uh, Longmire used to be on A&E. Then it got canceled, and my wife and I were bummed out. It's basically, you know, like a small-time sheriff in Wyoming uh, story, and it's really good. You know, it's entertaining. Every episode's a mystery. Well... Netflix picked it up for season four and we were like, yeah, it's resurrected. And we watched it and we were wondering if there'd be any more. It ended on this weird ass cliffhanger. And I was like, it better be back. But apparently it is. And it's coming out September 23rd. And I'll no doubt be binge watching that with my wife. Can't wait for that. It's going to be cool. Last man standing season five. Good Lord. Family guy season 14. Ugh. The Fosters image. Oh, Marvel's Luke Cage season one on September 30th. After two seasons of Daredevil and one of Jessica Jones, we're finally getting Netflix's long-awaited Luke Cage series. Having debuted in Jessica Jones, Mike Coulter's Luke is an unbreakable man who becomes Harlem's neighborhood hero, taking on the likes of Mahershala Ali's Cottonmouth and Theo Rossi's Shades. Luke Cage also stars Alfred Woodard in, yes, a different MCU role than she played in Civil War, Frank Whaley and Simone Missick as Misty Knight. I am excited. That's going to be cool. Definitely binging the shit out of that when it comes out. I'm so excited. Well, that's it for uh, Netflix. There were some other things on there, but I wasn't that interested in it. You know, just kind of like, uh, whatever, you know, let's see, uh, let's see how long I can do my voice like this. Yeah, I'm really excited about getting a new mic, and I'm thinking, what else could... Microwave review. Let's see if they got something like that. The essential attributes for any microwave are convenience, speed of cooking, compact size, and consistent heating. 
We have selected the best, the best five. five. You can choose the right model for your home or workplace. Number five on the list A is detailed Shark review. ZS. <laughs> The R651ZS 2.2 cubic feet 1200 watt microwave is a well designed extra large microwave. Wow, is this guy kidding with this? And a 16 inch carousel glass table. It combines a stunning appearance with smart, time saving features including sensor cook, one touch settings, and softening options. That's enough of that, but maybe what about a hat? Like some guy reviewing hats. Let's see if there's something like that. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another video on OC Kicks. Today, we're going to be talking about hats, specifically this Nike one I always wear. Um, probably the artist that made it famous was Bryson Tiller. Uh, I'm actually a huge This guy's Bryson reviewing fan. I went to a hat concert, but where did on we YouTube. Get it? So I actually did my research. And I took video clips of uh, when I went to the concert. I looked, like, I literally paused it and zoomed in. Did my research, found the exact hat he wore. So today I'm going to be sharing that information. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> so basically, there are reviews for anything you can think of. I mean, I'm just kind of thinking of different things. I don't know. Um, dog collar review. Oh, there's dog shot collars, of course. Hi, this is Michael, and this is a review of the Rosie and Rocky remote dog training collar with the LCD display on the transmitter. Wow, they're really, the reviews for everything. Oh, my God. Wow. Well, guys, that is the show. I have no more news. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And I have a voicemail that I want to play before I go. This is from Adam from the Bay Area. He sent an awesome, awesome voicemail during the anniversary show and he thinks that uh he can name every drop that i play maybe he can maybe he can't we'll see maybe ross can for instance could he identify this what the whole world is coming through how do you like that <laughs> i know what that is but uh here we have adam he is leaving some feedback for dead ahead which is an audio novel that I am doing right now. I'm recording it chapter by chapter and putting it on Patreon for patrons. If you'd like to check it out, donate as little as a dollar, go to patreon.com slash landfill and become a patron of Entertainment Landfill. That would be awesome. So Adam has listened to some of it. It's not really spoilery or whatever, except it is, uh, the story involves zombies. I'll say that much. So let's check out his voicemail. What's up, Entertainment Landfill crew? This is Adam from the Bay Area. I'm sending this voicemail from the top story or second story of my control tower at my house. It's actually my kid's clubhouse. I'm just installing some carpet. And I completed Chapter 3 of Dead Ahead. So, <clears throat> this is a great story. I'm loving it. I'm loving the way that, uh, Jason, I'm loving the way that you are doing the voices. The way that you're narrating. The writing is good. It's believable. The characters seem believable. Um, the world seems real, like it's a real lived-in world. Uh, I'm just very, very impressed with the thorough storytelling. Very impressed with the dedication and the delivery of everything uh, via, you know, audio format. Uh, it's just great. And so, there's no question about it. You can write. Uh, um, you're good at it. You're doing a great. You, I mean, I'm not like. 
I don't read a lot, but I'm like, yeah, this is great. This is really, really good. <laughs> so I'm just like looking forward to seeing what might happen with this. I hope that, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I hope you finish the book. I hope you complete this series. I'm going to recommend it to Me everybody too. that I know, especially ones that love zombie stories. And I just wanted to call and encourage you. I cannot wait to hear chapter four. And I hope you finish this dang thing. And if there's, I, I'm, I hope that you start releasing it on the feed too for everybody to listen to, not just Patreons. Or the patrons. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure to drop an official voicemail. I'm not sure when it will be played or on what show it will be played. But I just wanted to make sure I let you know how much I'm enjoying it. And uh, I cannot wait to hear more. And man, I wish this was like a a cartoon or a, uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm searching for? Adapted into a movie or something already. It just It's fun, man. The idea of this tower and stuff and all these... Uh, zombies coming and then all of these materials laying around or goods that come in, you know, the shipments and stuff. It's just really cool. So, oh man, maybe I, if this is being played on something public, then it would be bad if I'm spoiling things. Not so. But anyways, I don't mean to be spoilery. I just wanted to let, uh, you know how much I enjoyed it. Thanks. Bye. Well, thank you so much, Adam. That was really nice of you. Uh, it really motivates me to keep going on dead ahead and believe me, I am. I will record chapter four soon. I would have done it sooner, but I did the anniversary show and you know, you got to take a few days. You might get burned out or whatever. Cause I've certainly burned myself out before. Like I, I've done like, you know, I haven't done a Chuck episode in a long time, but for a while there I was doing them back to back to back, to back, to back. And then I was like, okay, I got to take a break from this. And you know, I do that. I don't want to burn myself out on dead ahead, especially when people are just getting into it. I've done three chapters. So I'm going to do the fourth chapter very soon. I, like I said, I'm getting a new mic. I want professional quality. You know, I want it to be like dead ahead by Jason Walsh. You know, it's not going to be that bad. That's pretty bad. Uh, there won't be popping on the mic like that either. Sorry. I don't know why I'm doing that. <laughs> this is so annoying. Uh, but anyway, I will have a new mic and I want it to sound even better. I want to do good stuff. Uh, I might want to, you know, I might get the bug, the audio novel bug where I just want to narrate things. Yes. It's a pain in the ass to, to edit the shit, but it's great recording it. It's fun doing voices and stuff like that. I'm excited about what's in store in Dead Ahead and how people will react to it uh, as to what's going on. Uh, I will say this about zombies. I'm very opinionated about zombies and stories and in movies, The Walking Dead. The reason it drove me nuts is because I hated what they were doing with it. Uh, If something like that exists in a story I do, there's a reason for it. That's all I'll say. Um, people don't do stupid things that put themselves in danger. That's another reason I hate that crap. So I've got my, I got, you know, stuff running around up here and I hope people enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, but guys, thank you so much for listening to another ETL news. I certainly enjoy doing it. I'm hoping to do, um, a show with Steven, an ETL news with Steven, uh, something I'm trying to come up with something. Uh, I could definitely, you know, I play, you know, play off Stephen well, well, you know, him and I talking about news or whatever, riffing on things. So I'd love to do that. Um, we're going to do some more fun stuff. So guys tune in when it happens and I'll let you know, but, uh, until then send me some, uh, voicemail, send it to, uh, nimpodcast gmail.com 
Also, be sure and check out thejstrom.com. Go ahead and type it in now, the URL, and you're like, thejstrom.com? What the hell's that? And then go, oh. <laughs> it's just nimpodcast.blogspot.com. Uh, but anyway, a friend of mine, Brent, he was like, uh, hey, uh, type in thejstrom.com. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And I was like, what? Wait, huh? And he's like, I got that domain for you. I got sick of you saying nimpodcast.blogspot.com. It's it's such a mouthful. So thejstrom.com. It's yours for three years. And I was like, well, I'd really rather own that myself, you know. And he goes, uh, well, that can be negotiated at a later date. <laughs> and I was like, you son of a bitch. But anyway, thank you anyway. <laughs> But uh, thejstrom.com, if you guys want to do that. Son of a bitch, you! Yeah, exactly. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. What are you waiting for, guys? Go outside. You know, uh, run in the sun and you smell the rose. Now, what am I talking about? Watch some TV. Play some video games. Watch some movies. You know, uh, draw a picture on your little doodle pad, and I'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah! What are you still doing here? The show's over. Go home. Go on. Get out of here. Sheesh. I love you. Now this is podcasting.